Hello everyone and how are we doing? Happy New Year, it's 2021, we're back after a little Christmas and New Year break with the Creative Productive Podcast with me, your host, Sarah Boyle, aka Stationary Magpie. And we have a brand new podcast episode. Today I am interviewing Laura, aka Dwalmaker, who is a potter originally from South Africa, but she's now living in Liverpool. Laura and I met through an online course we both did, and after I randomly messaged her just to tell her that her Instagram feed was really beautiful and calming, we started chatting and now we are kind of firm Instagram friends, hopefully going to meet up sometime whenever that allows. And um, I hope I've said this before, but I will say again, randomly messaging people that you like on Instagram is not creepy, it's just a really great way to make friends. So if there's someone that you've seen and you really like their stuff and you think, "Mm, I think we could be friends, just do it. Make a new friend. We all need some more kind of support right now so why not anyway um laura and i probably could have talked all day we just had such great kind of conversational chemistry and we just seem to have so many amazing things to talk about in this episode but we did manage to limit it to around 45 minutes so yes this is a hefty episode make sure that you are prepared um but it's a really nice kind of relaxed conversation style episode so grab a cuppa pop your headphones in go on a nice long walk and have a listen just enjoy and we talked all about lots of different things creative and productive from finding a community to be of people who share your passion your kind of love-hate relationship with your craft and we also got a little bit deep and started discussing what it was like when you kind of don't conform to that traditional idea of success after you leave education. So it's a really great episode, I really enjoyed recording it and I really hope you enjoy listening to it. So without further ado, here we go. Hello, who are you? What do you do? (laughs) Very good question. Um... (laughs) Well, I am a potter, which is so crazy for me to think that I am, um, <laughs> like my dream since I was really small. Aww. I um, mainly do ceramics that kind of encourage creative living. And I've been focusing for the last few months, I've been focusing on um, developing a range of ceramic paint palettes and brush rests and things like that to kind of get people um engage with their creativity and then at the same time kind of reduce plastic usage and to replace kind of the cheapy old Mm. gross ceramic paint palette with a nice um ceramic one yeah a beautiful ceramic one they are gorgeous (laughs) they're lovely so you said that you you kind of can't believe you're doing this and you wanted to do this since you were little how did you even get started doing it because it's not really something I've ever tried so how did this start for you um, well, pottery has actually been in my life since I can remember because wow. um, my grandmother's actually a potter. Ah, there we go then. Yes. <laughs> it's in the family. <laughs> it is. And she lived next door and she had a, like a home studio and everything. And so as kids, we were, we were just like always with her in the studio. Yeah. And, but she was like very impatient. So <laughs> <laughs> she would like make us do hand building and stuff like that, but never anything on the wheel or like we tried but then she'd just be like oh, no, let me let me show you I'll show I'll show you. <laughs> then she does it and you don't actually know what you did um so then two and a half years ago I moved to the UK and I was yeah. kind of like in a bit of a weird space like didn't really know anyone and um kind of just wanted to start pottery for like yeah 
I don't know, a hobby and it kind of reminds me of home and to meet Aww. new people and stuff like that. And I found a studio like two minutes from my house. Oh, wow. And nice I started going, yes, yeah, <laughs> really good. And then went to um, like evening classes and then it took me maybe six months to join as a member. Yeah. And now they can't get rid of me. <laughs> Woo! So just for everyone else, because I know where you're from but like where is home and like how did you end up in the UK so home is South Africa yes I'm South African and um, I moved here just after finishing uni because um, I met my boyfriend in South Africa but he's actually Welsh ah yes (laughs) another one that's great Yeah, I've got the soft spot for the Welsh. Oh, lovely. That's nice. <laughs> and um, so he was working at the university and quite moved into my house. I was living in, <laughs> living in a shared house and he moved in. And then after two years, he got a job back here. And I was like, just finishing uni. And I was, thought, well, YOLO, I'm just going to move <laughs> to the other side of the world. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then I moved wow. to Liverpool. And you're here. And I'm here. I'm still here. I can't believe it. There were times where I was like, you know what? The weather is awful. Yeah. Um, I can't deal with the darkness. I'm going to go. But I'm still here. Yay. I'm so glad you're still here. Because like <laughs> Liverpool's really not that far from me. So, you know, when things are like lifted. Oh, man. That would be so cool. To and I figured out where you live because. Have you? Stories, I've, I recognized the bridge. So I was like. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean, the village I live in as well is pretty famous for being like having a ridiculous name. So I feel like most people know where I live now. But I mean, that's okay. Like, come I over mean, for coffee. Yeah. We don't know exactly. So nobody can come yeah. and, like, knock on your door like stalkers. I know. I mean, like, you don't know exactly, but I feel like it's, it would be really easy to find me because I live like on top of a business. So like, if I mention what it is, people could so easily just be like, hey, there's a hat. Like, so I just have to be careful not to like give it away because like I'm really close to all of like the touristy stuff and also like above a very recognizable business so I'm like I feel hmm. like you're busy giving it away right now I basically yeah, I'm gonna have to cut this out <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm gonna get like knocks on my door no I'm not think- I mean I don't think people are that into me <laughs> I, th- I think you'd be surprised maybe do you know what i got spotted actually the other the other week did you i got spotted roller skating <laughs> that's so great i love that i know i was like oh yeah like of course it was me like the, the 26 year old woman like, <laughs> in the park like falling over and this yeah this like lovely girl messaged me and i was like why didn't you come over like you should have just said hello yeah. and she got she got nervous i was like to be I fair know. it's a bit weird but, um, well, I think you need more 26-year-olds rollerblading or roller skating. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm turning 26 and it's just like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm 26 now. Yeah. It's and like the, the quarter-life crisis. I know, it really is. It really is. Oh, when I turned yeah. 25, I was like, well, my life's over now. And then I turned in. <laughs> but now I'm like, no, it definitely isn't. It's then fine. you get over the hit and you're like, yeah, I can just get a new hobby. Like, it's fine. Yeah, like, I literally, I was like Googling how to deal with turning 25. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Like, if you're not ready to, like, do the whole, like, settling down and everything like that, you're like, what do I do? Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of creators are like that, you know, like, yeah. you, don't, you don't find 
that that thing that we want to do as quickly as some people that kind of go for a traditional yeah kind of thing so I went to uni and almost immediately knew yeah this isn't gonna this is gonna work this isn't right for me but I just went for it anyway I don't know why and then you know it takes time it takes time it does definitely I mean I'm exactly how to deal with it yeah and then there's the google result going by roller skates but yeah I was exactly the same like I arrived at uni like first year I was like I don't want to do this but I'm just I'm just gonna put up with it yeah why why do we do this it's funny isn't it but I think it's like this kind of like a lot of people who are quite creative also have this like curiosity so it's like we always want to like try new things or look for something like different yeah, I think that's probably why. I think so. I, I'm, I always find myself kind of picking things up, trying it for a bit and going, nah, and then yeah. trying something else. And then, and then, yeah, that's, that's the thing that creatives do, I think. And then, and that takes time, but I think yeah. it will pay off in the long run because then you've gained so much experience, you've gained, you know, knowledge and you know what you like, you know what you don't like. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, I think, don't do that and they just kind mm. of follow a traditional path. And yeah. then they're like 50 and then they start Googling. What yeah. 50. <laughs> like, you know. So at least you're getting there. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think it's that whole thing of like not being scared to be a beginner again. And like yeah. people do get, you know, when you become an adult, you're expected to like have a certain amount of knowledge or like have a yeah. certain like level of skill. Like after you come out of uni, I know like a lot of people struggle because they're like, they've not got like the work experience, but they've got all like yeah. the, the knowledge, but they're like, ah. Eh. And I think it's just like being open to being a beginner again. I think it's quite an important kind of mindset to have. Yeah, it to really is. Some... Yeah. Uh-huh. I think I I learned that when I moved to the UK and I was kind yeah. of just out of uni and I didn't have any experience and nobody wanted to hire me. Oh. I was like, I, I just moved here. I don't have a job. So I I just joined like um, an event uh, team and I was like yeah. an event assistant for months and like I was kind of a little bit embarrassed about it like I was I didn't want to tell anyone that I wasn't like because I studied graphic design and illustration. yeah I was like oh, I don't want anyone to know that I couldn't get a job and it's so embarrassing and like yeah. now I'm an events assistant and I'm not earning any money and like <laughs> and then and now that I look back I'm like no that was the perfect thing for me to yeah because I learned so much and I realized that I don't want to be a designer like that's yeah. not me at all and if that didn't happen and I didn't go through those experiences I wouldn't have been you know so completely convinced that now I want to be a potter for the rest of my life because yeah. I would have been in some sort of design job that I probably would have hated because I hated so. <laughs> <laughs> like, um so yeah it's trial and error yeah I think it's it's really hard as well like I've got a friend who's like struggling with the whole like job search thing and like it is hard because when you come out of uni like you've you've just come out of all of the like worth being on your grades and then it's like now it's like your kind of worth feels like it's related to like whether you can get like a good enough job or like a good enough salary and it's you kind of got to forget that but it's really strange to go from, you know, feeling like grades and things like being ranked and stuff is really important to then having to just be like, I can do whatever and yeah, have to look to yourself for kind of that own 
validation of what you're doing is the right thing. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like a lot of people still like kind of judge you on that. So like, if yeah. you don't have a traditional job or you don't make a certain amount of money at a certain age, they're like, Ooh, you know, yeah. what went, what went wrong? Yeah. <laughs> oh, are you okay? It's mm. like, yeah, I'm great. I'm like playing with mud all day long <laughs> and I'm making money from it. So like, I'm fine. <laughs> Oh, I love that playing with mud. That's great. <laughs> it's yeah. just, just the way of thinking. It's so it's so old school that people. Yeah. Think, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're over it. Yeah, totally over it. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> oh well, this is a great conversation. I'm loving this already. Um, so I mean, what is it that you love about pot? Oh, pottery, or you know, as you say, playing with mud. <laughs> <laughs> well. The thing that I, it's like, a, it's like a love-hate relationship, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> because the thing that I love about it and the thing that really gets me down about it, it's that it's, it's so unpredictable. You can, yeah. you can think, you can do everything right. Everything. And then it comes out of the cube and it's like, nope, sorry. It's like <laughs> the wrong color. It's totally wonky or it's cracked or exploded. And it's like exploded from <laughs> other parts as well. And, you've ruined someone else's work um but you know that's the thing that I love about it as well because it it's just it's a never-ending experiment yeah um, it's such a good teacher um and my kind of I guess he's my mentor Attila he he did a, a talk the other day and he was like the best artists are the learners as well as the teachers yeah you have to be open to learning from yourself and making mistakes and teaching yourself um because that's the best way to learn and ceramics is just it's such a good craft for for that to make mm. you really humble and make you open to failure because i mean it's just never <laughs> like these palettes i can't tell you like <laughs> they are like just i mean my instagram looks great and they look it like oh, the dream but like every day i'm like swearing at these palettes <laughs> come out wonky and they come out like this weird rusty color today I got like <laughs> a bunch of palettes and they were just like mud color and I was like great why but then everybody else is like oh my god this is such a great color I love the rust and I'm like oh. they're supposed to be white <laughs> <laughs> but oh. yeah so I mean it's just great I love it and the, th- the fact that it really um connects me to home as well mm. like, whenever I go to the pottery I'm like oh just think of my grandmother my, oh yeah my cousins and my sisters and everybody we were always spending our time there and mm. so, yeah it's just it's kind of ingrained in me yeah so, yeah that's lovely and I really like that you have this kind of like love-hate relationship with it and like literally like blood swears and tears like all go into <laughs> It really is like so, like last week. Some I got a bunch of pallets out. I've got a, a like a a wholesale order, which was my first wholesale order, and I was super Ooh. excited about it. And I got all the pallets out of the kiln for the first firing. So there's two firings for the people who don't know how. Yeah. So first firing is a bisque, mm. and then um, the second firing is a glaze firing. So, okay after the bisque firing you kind of glaze it and everything and then after that you get the final product and after the bisque I got all the commission or the wholesale ones 
palettes out of the kiln and like half of them were cracked no and i i just i literally looked at it and everybody that was there in the, in the studio like looked at me like what you gonna do <laughs> it's not that bad. and then the next day i just i was like i'm not going into the studio i'm gonna lie in bed or like on the sofa all day yeah i'm gonna watch disney movies and my boyfriend's <laughs> gonna bring me food and that's all i'm gonna do all day yeah and it worked then the next day I felt better that's good yeah wow it's it's interesting to hear how much goes into it because like I like that you share like I've seen a lot of like issues with glazes that you've had or like you've been like experimenting so much with the glazes and I'm just like how do you have the patience like (laughs) (laughs) like I have a little mini breakdown every now and again (laughs) yeah oh god um but that's the thing it's just I've learned so much. It's yeah. It's it's such a good teacher and, and glazes, I mean I don't even understand the half of how it actually works. Like I don't understand the science. I just put a bunch of stuff together and like hope, hope that, for the best. <laughs> um but yeah, no, it's it's so great. I just I love it. Sometimes this one time a girl asked me, um, so like what do you love about ceramics? And I just started crying. I was like, <laughs> I don't love it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I won't cry today, don't worry. <laughs> no, you seem happy today. That's good. <laughs> so, like you said, you, you work in kind of a collaborative kind of space. So, what's that like? Because it sounds like they're kind of quite supportive, like when things go obviously go wrong, which you say <laughs> they do quite a lot. Like, is it really helpful for you? And how do yeah. you find that? It's it's great. Like my the people at the pottery are like my second family. I, I love yeah. them. And when I joined the pottery, I was like I said, like really at a weird place in my life. I didn't have any friends here and I was kind mm. of like a bit, you know, except for my boyfriend, I didn't really have anyone. No. And now they're like my favorite people. I love Aww. seeing them every day and every one of them have like their own little expertise. Yeah. So everybody's always willing to be like oh why don't you try this trick or why don't you do this or I tried that that didn't work don't even don't even bother (laughs) (laughs) and like you know and we're all so close-knit now we see each other every day yeah you can immediately pick up if someone's kind of down or not having a great day and we're all like there have lunch together on the roof and so yeah it's really great and it's so good to collaborate with people and I really feed off of other people creatives like I don't really work well on my own I need no. someone to be like oh why don't you try this or to bounce ideas off of each other and mm. that's the nice thing about pottery as well like this people are so open to sharing and like helping mm. you and sharing their past experiences and and things like that and especially um Attila the yeah. owner of the pottery like he's such a good teacher and He's always willing to, to help you and he's he's so chill and calm and like, <laughs> makes you feel stressed out if you've done something wrong or like I remember one time I was still like doing the the like the evening classes and yeah. I was glazing a pot and it was like one color glaze and on the other side there was a big pot of a different color glaze. Yeah. And I was like glazing and throwing the glaze out of the pot and accidentally threw the wrong color glaze in, like into the big pot. And oh like, no oh no and then he's like don't worry it's chill it's 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 not enough to make a difference don't worry and I was like 
Thanks. Because <laughs> if, if you were stressed, I would have cried. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's just, it's just great. I love it. And I would encourage anyone that is feeling kind of lonely or, you know, yeah. out of place, just join a club, join any sort of creative thing. Or even if you're not a creative, join a, I don't know, hiking club. Yeah. Because it's so important to be around like-minded people mm. and it's, for example when when we moved here my boyfriend had lived in Liverpool before and he had his own friends and they're all super great I love them yeah but there's something about making your own friends that yeah have the same interests yeah and um sharing yeah, the same experiences like having the same kind of problems and being able to help each other it's a nice to have that kind of little community around yeah, you that's that's the word it's really it's like a little community and yeah go back on there and be like oh guys i've got this issue please just yeah please help, me, deal with help it. me talk me down yeah tell <laughs> yeah, me it's not the worst thing in the world yeah, yeah yeah and it's just like you with your your bullet journaling and all the yeah um through that and it you know you always talk about it and I, I was like oh, that's nice at the club like I want to be part yeah. of that <laughs> no it's nice it's nice to like support each other and kind of have each other's back and as well it's like yeah it's like being able to share with people when things don't go right as well like I think that's the difference yeah. between having like a community and like being a kind of not like I don't want to say like an influencer but you're kind of like showing all the perfect things like it's nice to have yeah. the community feeling of like well this happened to me too so it's all yeah. good or you know like I I wrote the wrong date here but who cares <laughs> um which happens quite a lot actually <laughs> journaling issues <laughs> yeah I'm always forever writing like next week instead of next month and stupid like that it's because I'm not concentrating but anyway, it doesn't really matter um so obviously pottery is there really like a kind of tactile craft so like is it what is it like I'm kind of I don't really know what this question is but like basically like is that like a reason that you really love it like do you find it very therapeutic to kind of use your hands or yeah definitely I am not like I'm going to use maths as an example I did not get maths because (laughs) no one could draw me a picture of it (laughs) you know what I mean I just I am so visual and I if like the other day my boyfriend was also saying like he was trying to explain to me how my bike's gears work and I was like I don't understand I don't understand because there's like I've got a new like road bike and there's loads of gears way more than I'm used to and then he's explaining and explaining and I was like I don't get it and he drew me and then I was like oh cool yeah no I did totally that's that's fine um so yeah I think the thing that with pottery is that yeah it's it's so tactile and and it's and it's a thing that you make so I get I'm totally for that yeah um yeah I I I I just love being able to make something Mm. and use it yeah and say like look this is the thing that I made like how cool is that it was yeah it came from the earth and then yeah. I did a thing with it and now I can drink my coffee out of it. Yes, coffee. <laughs> no, it's it's cool. great. It's like, it really is like magic. I love it. It's just, and that's the same with anything, like anything you make, like crochet or, yeah. or sewing or oh, whatever. I don't know, wood turning or sewing, <laughs> like any sort of craft. I'm a massive fan. Like, yeah. it's just, it is kind of magic. 
It like, is. How? How? <laughs> I feel the pottery still. I'm like, there's this lump of clay, and now I'm spinning a wheel, and I'm like, kind of doing this thing with my hands, and now it's a shape. Yeah, and now yeah. it's. Oh. No, I yeah. get a real kick out of it. It makes me so excited. <laughs> like, I can feel that. It's wonderful to like feel your enthusiasm about it. It's great, and it's just it's something that I'd never really like. I've never followed like a potter on like Instagram, and obviously we met through like the self belief sessions thing. Yeah. And what was really nice about that was there was so many like interesting creative businesses. Like there was a lot of fashion brands and like jewelry brands and stuff, and then there was like like people that are doing pet portraits and all you know so it's been really nice like way to like find different people outside of your mm. kind of creative circle really that has always... and it's so nice to to open your mind to that and like now I go on Instagram like oh what's everyone doing today yeah. like oh it's so exciting and it, and it just opens your mind like you say yeah to the different like processes and things that people go through every day and it really makes you appreciate things a lot more and it it just comes to show that supporting small businesses is just the coolest like yes getting more people to be able to spend their days making what they want to make doing what they want to do and yeah. earning enough money to yeah. do that like freaking do it buy yeah. stuff forget <laughs> amazon amazon is soulless <laughs> it's totally yeah i mean what i love as well is like it's like when you buy from a small business as well, it's like a present for everyone because like it's a present for you because you've bought yourself a lovely thing. And I feel like you, when you know something is made well with like all of the enthusiasm, like you get all that like positive energy from oh. it. And like, you know, there's just so much nice like energy around. Yeah, and I, I feel like you, you just appreciate it so much more because you're like, yeah. oh, I, I saw that person kind of starting this process. I saw them doing this step of it mm. I, and then like you saw it all becoming a product and now I've bought it and it's here I'm like I, yeah. I'm lucky enough to have it and yeah oh no it's just great yeah it's, great. it's just like investing in people that you like believe in and that you like really like like there's loads yeah. of people now on Instagram and stuff that I'm like trying to buy stuff from even yeah. though like thing even though things are like more expensive because they're handmade and yeah they should be you know yeah. that's great but you know rather than kind of paying less but like not getting so much like fulfillment i'd rather now pay like a bit more yeah. that's something i really love like made by someone who i really like admire and respect and can see how much they care for their craft so it's yeah. just it's just so much better so basically everyone who's listening like buy from small businesses really nice. it. it's gonna make your life much better you might be a little bit poorer yeah but your life will be richer yeah that's all you want from exactly someone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I've got, like, art on the way that, like, I really couldn't afford, but I was like, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> got to have it. Yeah. So, there we and, go. Um, like, I was actually, the other day, because um, Adele, who, yes. who does that animal portraits, she was having a sale on for the... Yes. So, I was, I was like, oh, telling my boyfriend, like, oh, we've got friends that have dogs, maybe we should... <laughs> and i was like i don't have the money right now but you do so yes there we go (laughs) we ordered one which is exciting oh that's so exciting i need a pet so i can order one (laughs) yeah just buy stuff for your friends like just yeah i have got a few friends who've got like yeah they're big fans of their pets but i don't have the budget yet so they'll have to wait (laughs) 
when I'm like making all the money, like, yes, okay. I'll be that we'll lovely, be generous friend. We'll doing, yeah, this time we'll be doing another podcast episode and we'll be throwing the money around, like, make it rain. Oh, let's hope. Yeah, <laughs> imagine this time next year, I won't have a day job. Oh. Well, we'll see. No, it's all like, it's just fun, like, to go through the process and like enjoy it. And yeah, yeah, it's, oh, I don't know, this, this is a great chat. <laughs> um okay so i'm gonna kind of go back to my questions okay <laughs> definitely go off on a tangent again because i'm you know this is a great conversation um so do you consider yourself to be a productive person because this is the creative productive podcast it's going to be <laughs> so i should talk about both yes, um <laughs> Well, I would say that I'm productive, but I wouldn't say that it comes naturally. I no. kind of have to trick myself into being productive. Oh, how do you do that? I am a massive procrastinator. Like, <laughs> if if I can not do something, I probably won't, mm. if I can get away with it. So I kind of trick myself into thinking that I am having fun or like, oh. Yeah. Like, yeah, so, and I I bought myself, um, a desk calendar because I like writing things down and seeing them yeah. because I'm very like visual like I said yes. so if I don't see something it's not gonna happen no <laughs> <laughs> so I bought this big desk calendar and I write it down and be- because it's open it's not in a book mm. it helps me a lot so I can write it down every time I come to my desk I'm like oh okay I need to make this many pallets today because it's actually really yeah and fun i'm gonna do that and um yeah so and what's nice about the pottery and i've got a bunch of friends there so we all kind of go and we have a great time so i'm like i'm gonna go to the pottery today which is really exciting and then while i like chill with my friends at the pottery i'm gonna make some stuff as well yes um so yeah i think being productive has been quite a challenge for me throughout my life because i have always been sort of comparing myself to other people and their productivity Mm. and I've come to realize and I've realized this a lot through the self-belief sessions it's like my productive is not your productive and your productive is not my productive so just because you did all of the things today and I didn't doesn't mean that I'm like bad or like yeah it just means that this is my pace and yes to do more than that is going to totally drain me yeah that's not going to help anyone. So yeah. yeah. So just kind of getting to know yourself, like getting to know your pace and mm. um, being okay with that, I think is, is what's helped me kind of be a little bit kinder to myself when I'm, when I am yeah. not as productive. Um, but yeah, I would say that I am productive because I love what I do. You know? Yeah. That's, I, so it makes it easier in a way. It like, does make it yeah. easier in a way. I've, I'm like if I'm doing something that I don't like so when I, when I moved here and before I started really focusing on pottery I was doing like uh, I was working in a cafe and mm. also freelancing as an illustrator I did like scientific illustration oh, and that was like really good it like paid a lot and stuff but yeah it was hard like <laughs> I didn't really love it but no. I was like, oh, I need some money, so I'm going to do this now. And it was like such a slog every <laughs> day. I was like, oh, I've got to do this now. It's yeah. so hard. And, you know, I did it, but it wasn't any fun. No. Um, so I really find I'm way more productive when 
when I'm doing something that I like. Yeah, when you're passionate about something. Yeah. Yeah, and I definitely, I really like how you kind of talk about, you know, setting your own pace for your own productivity. Something I've kind of had to learn myself. Like, I've actually just left, like, a really high-powered um like coaching group thing just because I realized like it was not working for me and I think like realizing that like this isn't for me it's just not working for me like it doesn't say it doesn't work but for me it's not right so like I think you have to kind of not like overanalyze but like really kind of take stock of like your own kind of energy levels like that was something that they talked about and that Sophie and Elizabeth mentioned a lot which I think is a really good way to look at it really it's like yeah it's that whole comparison trap of like who cares they're doing what they're doing like it doesn't actually mean they're going to get any further or be any happier or like whatever exactly and it's all context like they've got their own thing going you know you don't know what they're doing you don't know and I remember in one of the self-belief sessions Sophie said something like she doesn't want to work hard no I was like I don't want to work hard like I don't like working hard I just want to like work and have have a nice time and like I mean it's not too much to ask like why does everybody have this like idea that you have to have like a horrible time and work so hard all day long to deserve what you've got like I know I don't want to do that it's crazy yeah I feel like I'm constantly telling people at the moment as well like people that are in these jobs like general like normal normal jobs doing air quotes but like they're getting like so stressed about things and like I'm like you're not paid enough to like be this stressed like let go it's really hard for people because they've got this thing like this it's like this kind of what's the word this like stereotype of like having to be like overworked and stressed all the time and like taking on all like the responsibility and the kind of you know yeah. it's really tough for people like it's just we need to get better at being like if it's a job it's a job kind of thing yeah definitely yeah and, yeah it's just it's it's weird because that's happened to me before where I'm like yeah oh, I need I need to just get all this done and and if it, if I don't do it, it's gonna it's not gonna work and yeah it's up to me. and then like you get to this point where you're like actually like no there's lots of other people that have that are working here if I don't do it, someone else is going to do it. So I'm just going to like, yeah, step back. just step back. Like <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> one thing yeah. I always, one thing I always kind of say to myself and like to other people, which like might be a little bit morbid, but it's so true. Like if you drop down dead tomorrow, they would carry on fine without you. Yeah. They yeah. would figure it out. You know, yeah. like the, like wherever you work is not going to grow into a halt because they would just have to sort it yeah but like that's the kind of thing I think about like you know it's kind of horrible to think about but but it, yeah but like in all of those places everyone's kind of replaceable yeah so that's the thing and someone's gonna want to take your job yeah so don't stress too much about yeah it. just let it go <laughs> <laughs> well I love we're just like oh whatever just just, yeah. just let it go don't just don't stress about it it's like I have a job now where like we have to track things down and it's it's quite important to track them down and stuff and like you know it can get a little bit stressful if like things aren't where they say they are and like some people in the same role get really like aggravated by it and I'm like yeah it's okay like we'll figure yeah. it out we'll it's find fine. it <laughs> yeah. so and I just feel like when I'm in that place it ha- it gets done like I, I find it yeah. it's fine because yeah. I you know so I think yeah. it's finding I- ease that's yeah definitely I, I'm a massive overthinker like 
Mm. I can stress about something for, you know, and I, I get really quiet and like in, into myself. Like yes. I, I won't speak and I'll be like really quiet and like really stressed, really stressed. And then someone who knows me will be like, are you okay? Like yeah. what's going on? And I'll just like, <gasps> <laughs> and so just like a week before lockdown, I got a job at the World Museum here in Liverpool. And then uh, like lockdown happened. And yeah. I worked from home for like a month and I've been furloughed since April. So I've just been. Oh, yeah. But before that, I was like working from home and I was like, I just started this job. I don't know how to do anything. Not <laughs> emailing me and asking me about and like 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 ABCs and BB whatever. I don't know. And I was like, I don't know what things mean. Like, what is it? It's just like stressing out. Yeah. And yeah. My boyfriend was like, just chill. Like everybody knows you literally just started this job. Yeah. No one's expecting you. To There's literally a pandemic going on. Nobody <laughs> knows what's happening. So if you don't understand what they're emailing you about, it is really not the end of the world. Like no, and it, it really wasn't. And everyone's like, oh Laura, we know you just started the job, so chill. It's fine. Yeah. And I was like stressing. So I mean, yeah, I say chill out, but I'm. I'm not <laughs> I think it's, it's people I've like been like furloughed yeah. for six months and doing pottery every day that I'm like super zen now. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You've been like using your hands and like it's all therapeutic, playing with mud. So you're like super zen now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's see what happens if you have to go back to work. But no, I'm going to cry. I'm going to go to the phone and you're like, help me, help me. <laughs> I'll be there. It's all good. Um, well, this has been great. But I'm like, well, what like exciting things have you got coming up have you got anything exciting that you can tell us about or are you still just kind of like figuring it out as you go along do you um a bit of both I am figuring it out I also don't know like what my life will be like no in like two months time because I'll be furloughed I think until the end of October and then I don't know if I'll be going back to work or if they're going to be extending it or yeah I won't be going back to work at all um so I don't know but yeah. pottery, I am really excited. I'm going to like try and get into loads of Christmas markets. Ooh. So if you guys want to come and see me, I'll be around Liverpool. <gasps> I will definitely. Uh, if <laughs> if it's allowed by then. Oh, yeah. I mean, and you, you have a stall. I'll be there. I'll come okay, say hi. Cool. <laughs> we can like spot each other. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so crazy. Like all of the girls that we've made. I, I know. Like and I feel like if I see them I'll just like run over yeah and, hey, hey I'll just like forget about like the two meters I'll be like it's yeah. you and like just like we've known each other for our whole lives but we've never actually seen each other in real life I know it's mad Instagram friends are great it is it's, it's so lovely. great and I you know I was never really like I was a bit of a lurker before I yeah police sessions I was like big on into the lurking like <laughs> Just like checking people out, and then started. You were the first person that like. <laughs> me. And I remember you were saying like, "Oh, you had a really turbulent day," and my Instagram. Was, like, oh yeah. Farming, and I'm like, "Oh, this is." <laughs> <laughs> it was so calming. Like when I looked at it, I was like, "Oh my god, so many like beautiful muted colors and like earthiness. Like it's exactly what I needed." I can't remember why I was having a bad day, but I just remember seeing it and being like, "Oh, I feel like it's like a like." a breath of I don't know like just calm oh that makes me feel so good I'm so glad because that's what I'm trying that's like what I want people to get from yes 
the palette and a bit of like a bit of fresh air. Yeah. All of the crazy. Yeah. Yes. Bit of calm, bit of chill. Yeah. And yeah. And I just like, cause like, I'm not like a painter or anything like that. So it's like, I, it's not something I would buy, but I, like, yeah. I've been trying more and more because I feel like with Instagram and stuff, some people are trying to use it too much as a tool and trying to like beat the algorithm and all oh, of that. Yeah, I'm like, just forget about that. Just like reach out to people you like, just send them a message to say like, Oh, I really love what you do. And like, then a wonderful thing is like this happen. I know it's like, so great so great and now it's such a big part of my life you all every time I see, <laughs> see like you've posted something I'm like oh, what is it what is yeah. it yeah and if it's like the roller skating I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, that video you posted when you fell down made oh. my I'm sorry that you had to fall for me to be I don't know happy but like I was really oh. like the best. I love any sort of like content on instagram that's like a blooper yeah i love a blooper i love it like just please like don't even post More. anything else to show me like everything that's gone wrong and just, that yeah i mean I the- instagram is just and i'm guilty of it also. like my the grid is like oh so nice like, your grid is perfect <laughs> but like i try and can't like kind of i don't know what's the word like counteract that with yeah. my story my stories I try and be like okay this is like real life yeah I, like things crack and things break and I cry and and you have glaze issues and all of that yeah yeah so, no I do like that you show that because yeah like your grid is like beautiful and perfect and stuff but then like you do show like the behind the scenes and like oh, I'm trying out all these different glazes but it's it's nice because you see how much work goes into it as well yeah yeah and like you start to get more of an appreciation for like what like actually goes into something like that yeah and like um, definitely yeah. like I said if, uh, for the people who share their process I'm yeah. so much more engaged so much them, more yes you know rather than the ones who just show the finished product I'm like okay cool but yeah like it's really How nice it but happen? I don't feel like I have a connection with it yeah no and I think that's like I mean, I'm I'm going to be recording a podcast with her very soon, but like Amber from The Flower and the Flea, yeah. of how like her, her beads, like her little charms have like this amazing story, like this history behind them. Yeah. And, like she's literally like blown up. Like it's crazy how well yeah. she's done. Like yeah. just went mad. But I think it's because yeah. like you say, people love to see the story and they love the, the yeah. process. And I think it's so important because Instagram can become really like cold mm-hmm. and distant and it's, especially now during all this that ha- this ha- that's happened this year and like mm. people aren't interacting as much or seeing each other as much and it's nice to be able to go on instagram and it being a little bit more personal yeah like seeing people do things and like i don't know i just feel like it's really important and it just yeah it's really good it I is it's like how you have your little pottery community and they're like the people that lift you up there. And then it's like Instagram is like, yeah. like group of people who like have your back and kind of, yeah, you really know, good. yeah, it's lovely. It's super nice, but sometimes I still get a bit like over Instagram. Sometimes oh, I'm God, like, yeah. because oh, everyone's <laughs> hustling all the time. And yeah. Like, I don't want to hustle today. I just want to watch Disney movies and like yeah. chill and then you see someone doing it and you're like oh I should be doing that but you've got to like get away from that like no I shouldn't like shouldn't do things just because I think I should I'll just do it when I'm ready or yeah you know, it's yeah. hard to kind of take a step back definitely 
I do like I try at least like once one day a week where I'm like uh, not on Instagram because no. it is fun I love it but sometimes I'm also like I just want to like not take any pictures today and just chill yeah and just like <laughs> enjoy the real the real world for a little yeah, bit yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh well I'm actually like fully loved this conversation like it's gone off on so many different tangents which I love I feel like it's gonna be so interesting for everyone listening um so the last thing I need to ask you is obviously the important thing is where can people find follow you and get hold of a beautiful palette look at your beautiful feed and feel like calm and zen (laughs) I feel like we've put way too much uh, pressure on the script. Like, now it's it's not that great. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Like, I literally, like, I loved it so much that I, like, messaged you about it. Like, I didn't even comment. I, like, messaged you. Like, I love it. Um, so my Instagram, my little business is called Dwell Maker, which is spelled D-W-A-A-L Maker. Mm -hmm. So at Dwell Maker on Instagram and the same on Etsy. So I don't have a website yet, but my Etsy's kind of like where you can get anything. Thanks so much, Laura, for getting involved in the episode. It was an absolute joy to interview you. Make sure you have a look at Laura's Instagram because she posts some wonderfully calming, satisfying kind of pottery process videos, which I absolutely love to watch. It's a bit like pottery ASMR and you'll be able to find out when her next product restock is coming as well which is very exciting and I'm really enjoying what wonderful seeing what wonderful things that she's creating I recently bought my mum one of her little bird feeders and it's absolutely gorgeous I really hope you enjoyed the episode I know it was a long one but I feel like there was a lot of great stuff in there and if you have any feedback about the podcast feel free to get in touch via email or on any of my socials All the information is in the episode description. There's going to be a new episode coming next Monday just from me all about maintaining motivation with our goals, which is particularly relevant now that 2021 has become a bit of a false start. And I'm also going to be starting to do Tuesday morning Instagram lives on different topics. I've already done one about my yoga journey because I'm doing the Yoga with Adrian breath challenge. And if you're listening on the day, this goes live on the Monday. So tomorrow I will be showing you my brand new bullet journal setup for 2021 on Instagram live. And it'll also be saved. So if you're curious about what I've changed in my bullet journal this year and how I've set it up and how I'm going to be using it to support my goals, go and take a look on Instagram. Remember as well to check out my website to find out how to get involved in workshops and all of my other stuff to help you get more creative and productive. And I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll speak to you very soon.